Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Batman Beyond podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 97, Final Cut, and The Last Resort. Hi, pals. It's, uh, what is this, week three, where we were we were a little, little disappointed, well, I'd say. It's been, um, it's been a rough couple of weeks for the old Batman Beyond crew. It has. I am Al. I'm Maggie. And we're here to tell you that the Batman Beyond has lost its way. Mm-hmm. Boy, they really hit us like they hit the oh, ground running. Every boy. episode of that first thirteen was gold, right? Yeah, I get. Yeah, and the weird thing is, like, like I haven't paid as, ten, as close attention to the writers as I did for like uh, uh, Batman series or Superman. Mm-hmm. But um, like, I think these are mostly the same guys over and over. They again. are. They are the same guys. Stan Berkowitz wrote a ton of good episodes for this show and Justice League, and maybe even Superman. I don't remember that. Yeah. But, um, and uh, I saw Hillary Bader's name. She mm-hmm. also wrote a bunch of good stuff for Superman. Like these guys know what they're doing, but these are some real dog dick episodes. Well, so we got we we had like the first season of the show is only thirteen episodes. Yes. And the third season of this episode is only thirteen episodes, but this one, mm-hmm. the middle one, is twice as long 26 episodes mm-hmm. and i think that's why i think they're trying to pad out an extra long season and they just don't have it that makes a lot of sense because oof and it feels like we've talked about this a bit it feels like they're trying to emphasize things they didn't touch on in the first season they're mm-hmm. trying to do more at terry's school they're trying to flesh out his relationships and that's mm-hmm. good it, that, it's a good idea but you're like a lot less bruce uh-huh which look i love old bruce but also it's terry's show and bruce could step back for a few minutes. That's well, yeah, not bad. We, we, we've talked about this a number of times. Like, the, the, the show has spent enough, more than enough time setting up old Bruce. Like, yeah, you know. and we'll come back to him. There's plenty yeah. still to tell. But, yeah, maybe spend a minute getting to know Terry McGinnis. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we haven't really done that. It's just, it's either rehashing villains from season one in a lackluster way mm-hmm. or doing stuff at the high school. This week, we got both of those. Yep, <clears throat> and none of it was good. No, I mean, a bad episode of the show is nowhere near as bad as... You know, no, a we, lot of things we've had to watch. Yeah, we could still be watching some real crap, but... Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Star Trek Picard premiered this week. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I couldn't resist. It's uh, not bad. But, I, uh, yeah. You know. uh, well, let's let's get to it. Yeah, why we? don't you tell me about uh, Final Cut? If I must. Some rando is on a jet being stalked <laughs> by a ninja, so you know this is going to be a top five episode for me. The jet has a brief layover, during which time the ninja takes the opportunity to squeeze themselves into the solar cell of the jet. This exact thing happened to me once, except instead of a jet, it was my 2003 Ford Escape, and instead of a solar cell, it was the front driver's side wheel well, and instead of a ninja, it was a raccoon. I don't find raccoons nearly as charming or undisgusting as most of the rest of the internet, but I'd much rather watch an episode about a raccoon than what we actually got here, which is another story about Curare. Well, story is generous. (laughs) Mostly it's just her swinging her sword around for a while and sometimes the sword actually cuts through some things and some just as often it does not and she doesn't even cut this jet guy who turns out to be a member of the society of assassins who blacklisted her after her last appearance she just shoots him with some gas or something that blanks his mind which okay is pretty horrific i guess but it also left me wondering if there's a diluted version of this that could help me with those 2 a.m racing thoughts that keep me awake apparently curare has killed excuse me mind wiped 
all the other Society of Assassins, assassins, and now there's only one target left: Euro Trash Tim Curry. Realizing the only thing that can stop her is the gangly teenager who stopped her last time, ETTC finds Batman and threatens him with the old "I have a bomb that's going to blow up the entire city" <laughs> trick to get him to cooperate. I mean, I assume the bomb will actually just wipe everyone's minds and not kill anyone, but fine. Terry, who's flying solo this week because Bruce is off doing Bruce stuff, reluctantly agrees to assist, but only because of the bomb thing. He doesn't give a fuck about Kirari killing another person like her. Then Max decides to ignore a whole bunch of warnings about deadly assassins, lets herself into Euro Tim's hotel room, and trashes the place like she's the Who. <laughs> or whatever bad boy rock stars trash hotel rooms in the Akira-inspired cyberpunk future. Tetsuo? <laughs> I'm sorry, that was terrible. <laughs> Also terrible is Curare, who discovers Max in the hotel room and entirely fails to kill her. And okay, that ends up being the point, that Curare discovered that Max was just some teenager and not a deadly assassin or whatever. But Max is also able to dodge her dumb sword 80 or 90 times because, seriously, Curare just isn't very good at this. Distracted by the Max saving, Terry fails to save Trash Curry, which he doesn't seem all that bothered by, except that there is still the matter of that bomb. Fortunately, Max, who can't take an almost-got-assassinated hint, is able to track the bomb down to the Third Act Set Piece Museum in downtown Gotham, where Curare is able to waggle her sword around for several more hours. Then they stop the bomb in Curare, and the episode finally ends. Yep, top five episodes. Okay, so let's get into this first of all, because you say find the bomb. What actually happens is that... Uh, the fake bomb that the bomb has been hidden in falls down and Max stumbles on it. Like, yeah, they're looking in the Gotham Museum of Armaments or something like yeah. that, which is not a like that's a kind of a clever place to hide a bomb among a bunch of fake display bombs. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you're right. They don't detect it. Like the bit of detective work she does to triangulate mm -hmm. where the signal's coming from is actually pretty good. Yeah, but then like, but it then finding the actual bomb, you're right, is it's... not detective work. It's dumb luck. No, they f they find it purely by luck, and she disarms it purely by luck. Well, she she just decides, fuck it, I don't know, red wire, blue wire, I'll just unplug the whole thing, and it mm -hmm. works. It just it makes the whole episode extremely unsatisfying because it makes everyone look stupid. Well, I was I was all ready for. Bruce is out of town. Oh, God, Terry's going to have to make decisions on his own, and he's going to do something stupid. Mm -hmm. And that didn't happen. No. Everyone else around him was stupid. Oh, yeah. I, like, I was really hoping for, like, you know, or, like, Terry proves that he can do this by himself when Bruce is out of town, you know? Well, and actually, that's my good thing. Mm. I don't hate a Terry has to deal with some serious stakes with Bruce out of town story just to show that he's capable of handling a lot of this stuff himself, mm -hmm. or at least with Max's help. And mostly, I think the episode did that. Like I say, Terry didn't mess anything no no up. he's he, doing he's doing great but yeah. uh, oof, this is not a great max episode well the thing is max i know i know you want in all the world mm -hmm. you want max to put on a robin costume and go out there and fight bad guys but that's not what max is for i know but i love it so much i know you. what do. a wonderful concept i know and look i want to see a, a a girl robin as well mm -hmm. but i just don't think max is the one max is a book genius like computer nerd mm -hmm. i don't know that she's like yeah she can handle a fire poker but i don't know that she's physical enough to fight an assassin well i mean look of the options we've got on this show it's either max or dana and dana lost the robin suit oh no no she ate it somehow <laughs> i thought it was chili <laughs> i forgot about the chili <laughs> actually well. you know who'd be a good robin uh uh ace 
or ten. I forget which one she is. Ace is the dog. Right. So ten from the Royal the dog Ace. Yeah, you're not wrong. But except I doubt she'd be happy being the sidekick. Mm -hmm. She was the sidekick to her shitty family. She'd want to be the main one. Mm -hmm. But I could absolutely see that. But, you know, you don't need a Robin also. Mm -hmm. There's that. I don't know. I like that he's got his support system is a regular person. We've talked about Mm -hmm. this. And I like that she's the brains that he doesn't have. (laughs) But in a different way, the Bruce is. Well, it's I kind of like that we're at the point now where like these guys could keep going if Bruce was wasn't around, you know. Right. I mean, if they got in, like, there's certain people who would show up or they'd be in over their heads. Yeah. But but your everyday Gotham like uh, criminals, absolutely. Like, if I was doing this show, that would be third season. Is Bruce is probably not dead or something, but like gone. Hmm. It's like okay, I guess we got to do this without him. Hmm. Well, and we get an episode here and there where that happens. Mm-hmm. This is he's he's off in what is it Malaysia? Yeah. And he went off to well there was a there was like monsoons or something i feel like yeah. he was probably doing relief work is my was my oh thing. yeah because he's bruce mm. but it go, doesn't matter the I point is fight old rasa ghoul or something uh that will be season three old weather wizard mm-hmm. i'm still <laughs> miguel ferrer <laughs> but also i'm very old ah just like the uh, last season of twin peaks mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so, did you manage to find a good thing? Uh, the very last scene with Terry and Max is very sweet. Like, mm-hmm. it's the kind of thing I, that I like and I want to see more of from these characters. Like, I'm a sucker for for friendship. Uh, just, I, I, I like her just going like, so, I, I can't believe you do this every week and you don't tell anyone. And he's like, well, you know, we tell each other. That's why I'm glad that I told you, you know, like. Yeah, exactly. We, we, it was it was killing me. Yeah, but now, now I have you. Yeah. You and me, we can we can talk about this. And it's nice. I'm like, I like that. Good for you guys. Yeah. And I continue to like that. She is not even considered as a romantic interest, not mm-hmm. because I don't think she'd be good, but because, uh, you know, boys and girls can be friends and it doesn't have to be like that i mean you know? that was the thing i was very passionate about in the before time uh that w- where it was just like i want to see a show where like men and women can be friends and it's not a big deal and they're not like fucking right. or anything you know exactly but also i understand this is a show about teenagers mm-hmm. and you know everyone to a certain teenage type of teenager is a romantic interest and sure. i get that so uh well the meat of this episode the 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 big the, the big sort of lead story was there your meat bad on thing. this episode <laughs> uh your bad i feel like for us there is uh so what in the lord's fuck accent was tim curry doing tim. i think this would be a good time to play my quote which mm-hmm. is just a sample of that this is this is him talking about what happened to curare here's here's that who are you mutro buta at your service for a price of course buta i've heard of you you're a member of the society of assassins I am the Society of Assassins. No need for that. If my mission had been to kill you, you would be dead already. No member of the Society has ever failed. Except one. Yes, because you stepped in to stop her. In a way, this is all your fault. What is? When you prevented Curare from killing her target, the punishment for her failure was death. The punishment is the F. 
I'm sorry, Tim. Could you tell? Could you read the word curare again for us? Oh, of course, I'd love to. Can you it's... read it the same way twice, Tim? Oh, it would be impossible for an actor of my caliber to only to repeat the same word with using the mm-hmm. same inflections. I my theory mm-hmm. was because he does look very sort of classically Euro trash, just the way they draw the character. Yep. I think he's supposed to be Austrian. Mm-hmm. And he kept forgetting that and doing Australian. Ah, of course, an Australian accent. Mm-hmm. I... Yeah, it is delightfully terrible. Tim, are you drunk? I'll exceptionally. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's bizarre. It's a lot like the voice that he did for uh, National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon 1. <laughs> Wilderness Girls. <laughs> But it's uh, hmm. this guy was almost your Joker, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I love Tim Curry. I think he's a great actor. He stars in one of my favorite movies of all time. But what is going on? Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a choice. Hey, can I just be completely bug nuts with the character? Yeah, go for it, Tim. Nobody gives a shit. We're in the dregs of the uh, of the series. Yes. Excellent. Hey, is that crazy future slang for something? Dregs? Who um, who told Tim that we pay him more per syllable? <laughs> I got to stretch the words out a lot more. Hello, Batman. <laughs> you must protect me from curiosity. <laughs> Don't make me say it again. I can't think of a new way to say it. <laughs> The last mm-hmm. 15 minutes of the episode is just... Well, Tim, if nothing else, you help the uh, person who makes our closed captioning find the umlaut. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's all your speech is, is umlauts over letters that don't even belong there. Mm-hmm. Are these real letters? You can't just make letters up. Don't mm-hmm. tell me how to act. <laughs> don't tell me how to do these seconds. <laughs> you say sabotage. I say so follow <laughs> I say souffle. <laughs> so, this has got to be someone's. Uh, this has got to be someone's ASMR, right? Yeah, probably. Uh-huh. Us doing stupid voices. Uh huh. Hey, guess what? We did a sketch comedy show for years. Yeah, man. Check that shit out. Um, my bad thing. Uh, when Euro Trash Tim Curry meets Terry in the park, he lets out a startled. I can't see you. <laughs> like someone who thinks that train on the movie screen is gonna run him over. <laughs> like. This dude is supposed to be in charge of the Society of Assassins, and he can't wrap his head around the concept of someone concealing themselves and having a conversation with you out of sight. Where did you go? Where are you? Oh, my God. Oh, there you are. Very amusing. Like, dude, your whole deal is that you stay out of sight. That's Mm -hmm. your whole, that's assassins. And how are you so confused by this? And then he vanished like a cloud. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) you like to purchase a cloud from the Society of Assassins? Name a cloud after someone. Uh. <laughs> yep. I mean, at least he was interesting. Curare remains not a character. 
I, okay, Just so a this, prop. Yep. So this is the second Curare episode. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, the, the the cool thing with bringing a villain back is that you can sort of, like, you can take a character that, like, you didn't dwell on a whole lot in the first episode. And well, usually sort of... you do your, your origin or your introduction. Yeah. So the next time what you do is you escalate and you say, okay, these are their abilities. What is a mm-hmm. cool application of that that we weren't able to do last time? Uh, and the cool application of that is fails to chop things. Yeah, well. And it's... she does it all episode. So they didn't really escalate anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, at one point, seriously, like I understand the point was that she didn't kill Max, but yeah. during the pursuit, she instead of bringing the sword down on Max, brings it down on an ottoman. Mm-hmm. Like, really? You couldn't get a teenager who we have seen on screen yeah. sits out gym class. Yeah. Isn't even regular teenage fit. Mm-hmm. You can't even catch her. She she She's hiding in in the shower, Curare. Like mm-hmm. Jason in her Vor- bright yellow shirt. Jason Voorhees could have killed her by now, and he's wow. an idiot. I mean, yeah, but he's an idiot with a with a success rate. Mm-hmm, that's true. Like for for all his faults, he does he does usually close the deal. I mean, I don't know. I could probably kill a bunch of stone teenagers if I had to. Yeah, but that's not your job. That's true. You, it's definitely you'd be doing not it my on job. Spec. Let's be very clear on this. It is not yeah, my no. job to kill stone teenagers. No, you'd be doing it on spec, but mm-hmm. he's, you know, he's a professional teen killer. Yep. And Karari's supposed to be a professional assassin, but boy, she's not very good at it. I mean, like, you made, show you made her in the Society of Assassins. You, you picked the word assassin. I didn't. And, so how come she doesn't kill anybody? And in her first appearance, as bored as I was, mm-hmm. they made a they they made a good point of showing Terry barely keeping up because yeah, yeah he's a, a a very fit teen like with some training and a suit, mm-hmm. but he's a little in over his head with this shit. Yep, and this time he takes her out easily, and everyone else except the other assassins manages to avoid her. Yeah. It's like everyone's just standing around going, Kirara is the most dangerous person alive. And then she shows up and trips over her own sword. Mm-hmm. She's the outrageous Okana of the mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. She sure is. Also, so, okay, she does look okay. Mm-hmm. But when she jumps out of the plane, yep. and there's some okay animation of her, like, uh, unnecessarily chopping the door instead of opening it. Oh, God, this woman loves a chop. But then holds on to the bulkhead while everything gets sucked out and then let's go at exactly the right moment to get sucked out herself. That was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then she takes off in a jetpack, yep. which somehow does not catch her entire flapping cape on fire. <laughs> like she's got the flowing robes thing. Mm-hmm. A jetpack is not the most practical thing when you've got cloth over top of it. Well, and like also like it's real hard to look like a dork with a jetpack, but man, she manages it. It's cause she's not dressed for jetpack. No, she's dressed for I don't know, part of her costume turns into a parachute or something. Yeah, like, the design on her is so weird. Like, she does not fit in with all the other characters. She's got, like... Well, she's like, got blue skin. Well, she's got blue skin, which isn't the fine. Like, she's like she's Cobra Commander. She's got blue skin, which is never explained. Also, like, to- Cobra Commander. Yeah, whatever. But, like, she's also got, like, weird eyes so you can see, her behi- see them behind her mask, and they don't look like, right. Like Cobra Commander. Is this, Cobra, is this Cobra Commander? Like, is this the old version of Cobra Commander that was in that one episode of Transformers? Yeah, he called himself Old Snake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to kill Tim Curry. You'll mm-hmm. never catch me, Cobra Commander. We'll see about that. <laughs> also, Destro is here. Hello. My, my dear Curare. Yep. Uh, I could not figure out if her blanking their minds was some censor bullshit or... 
What? It must like the original script of this must have been that she was killing people. Yeah, and, but and I understand they they do such an artful job of mm. avoiding that usually that we don't notice. Well, that's the thing they can usually they can usually get away with it or be subtle enough that you're like, yeah, he's dead. Yeah, these are just it's such like oh he 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 is alive but completely brain dead. No, and and I will say the uh, the the work on the character models to make them look. Brain like they it's very similar to the Joker Venom mm-hmm. thing. It's very good. Like it's one of the few things I liked about this episode yeah. was uh it, the shot of uh Tim Curry's face is just like Ooh. Yeah, like their uh their pupils are gone mm-hmm. and their their mouth is just sort of hanging open and yeah, it's very good. Hey buddy, you okay? No. <laughs> oh he's completely he's completely brain dead. No, I'm talking like I normally do. <laughs> Somehow he does the thing with a weird accent. <laughs> um, when they're in the uh, Armaments Museum, uh, Terry, this is like a, a one-frame thing, mm-hmm. passes a very cool-looking giant robot labeled Cybertronics Warrior 2017. And mm-hmm. I want an episode about that guy. Yep, definitely. Much, much, much cooler. <laughs> yeah, much more than her. I also think the Ed 209 was in there. Yeah, probably. Or something very close to that so they can't get sued. The mm-hmm. TED 208 or something. Uh, that sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. And this is my TED talk. Mm-hmm. Excellent. <laughs> oh, no, um, an escalator. I don't, I overall, mm-hmm. I don't hate, like, the, the Terry Max, like, the, the arc they go through. Mm-hmm. Especially... When Terry has the moment where Max is like, if you hadn't rescued me, that guy would be okay. And now the bomb's going to blow up and it's all my fault. And mm-hmm. he says, we don't have time to feel guilty. We have work to do. Yeah. And that felt like character growth on his part. It felt like yeah. season one, Terry wouldn't have said that. Mm-hmm. But I I think they earned that. Yeah. And I like that. I just, we're almost to a good episode of like Terry stepping up and because Bruce is out of town and uh, Max realizing that she, like, she's not as ready for this as she thinks she is. Well, just not as physically ready yeah. for it. She's mentally definitely ready for it. But, like, we're we're almost to a good episode, and they just don't stick the landing because of too much stupidness. I think if it wasn't a Curare episode, I think if you kept all the Terry and mm-hmm. Max stuff and just changed the villain, I think you'd be there. That might be the way to go. And, like, an episode where these two are trying to find a bomb hidden in the city, like, that works. You know? No, and again, the actual detective work, because what she did was she said, uh, the this device you've given me doesn't track anything. Mm-hmm. It, that's not how it works, which, good. Yep. A, lot of, a lot of times TV is like, the remote control will help you find the TV. No, no it won't. Mm-hmm. But yeah. what she said was, this guy used this in three different places, here, here, and here. Mm-hmm. This thing has a small radius. Yeah. So... Within uh, whatever radius of these spots, mm-hmm. there's only one tiny bit of overlap right here. And it's like, yeah. to, I understand that. That's not only is that clever, but it's also dumb enough for me to get it. Yeah, yeah. It's the perfect sweet spot there. Yeah, it's, alm- it's almost good. Yeah, almost. It's almost good, and that's what makes it even worse. Yeah, because we expect it better. Yeah. And I will say, I love Max. Mm-hmm. I, I even... Love Max, despite like her flaws, her her like overconfidence is part of why I love her. Yeah, this doesn't make me like her less because she wants to. She oversteps and she gets in over her head. I I like that about her because she, she wants to help and she really wants to help and that's well, great. And finding out that your friend Terry McGinnis of all people mm-hmm. is Batman, mm-hmm. like that's very much like Terry's Batman. Fuck, I'm way smarter than Terry. I could be Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you forget. 
there's a robot suit involved and also some training. Mm-hmm. And also the resources of Bruce Wayne. Yeah. You uh you forget you haven't had Bruce you haven't had old Bruce Wayne hitting you with a cane to mm-hmm. train you. Like Yes, his Bob Kane. You shape up real quick. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he'll poke you with his bill finger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um very good. No, it's terrible. That I made was that very joke. Good. I, enjoyed I made that. that joke weeks ago. Yeah, but that's um, in the past. Oh, fair enough. Current Maggie yep. thinks it's hilarious. All right. Well, that's the important thing. Mm-hmm. That's my target audience. <laughs> and Anyone has else been who laughs for is, many uh, years. Yes, exactly. Um, but oh, like I, I do love Max. Even like I say, mm. including her flaws. But I feel like we are spending a lot of time with Max mm-hmm. and fleshing out this relationship, and I still know nothing about Dana. Oh yeah, listen. As a like, huge Dana fan, like Terry seems to have just all but abandoned Dana. Mm-hmm. Like, if he has the ability to talk to a regular ass person on the phone from the Batmobile, yeah, why doesn't he call his girlfriend sometimes? Yeah, right. Like when the episode opened, I'm like, oh, he's on the phone with Dana, his girlfriend. No, mm-hmm. no. But and they do this thing where, uh, actually, I don't remember if it was this episode or the other one mm-hmm. where they're talking about. Uh, it's the next one where they're talking about uh, school gossip. Yeah, and I like that. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a nice like. You know, Max isn't giving him, like, intel on criminals. She's giving him intel on what all the teens are up to. Well, I like her justification in that, which is, like, you're never around. You need to know this or people are going to think it's weird. Yeah, you're not around all the time. Mm-hmm. But if you seem like you know what you're doing, people might not notice. Yeah. That. And that's good. But he never puts in the time. Like, he's got the ability to mm-hmm. call a regular person, is my point. Yeah. And he doesn't call Dana ever? I just picture her at the movie theater. It's like, where's Terry? Mm-hmm. We were supposed to see Austin Power 6. <laughs> this is the future of 1999, after mm-hmm. all. So yeah, no, it would definitely be... Uh, yeah, or I don't know. In the same way that uh, Back to the Future 2 has Jaws 12. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 19. Excuse me. Uh, anything Austin else? Austin Power still looks fake. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> this isn't schwag and dialogue at all. <laughs> see, because it's the future now. Right, I get it. He's All right. <laughs> I've got to go back to 1992. Oh, the year I graduated. Uh-huh. Okay. I'll go see Al at his high school. Mm. I'm Austin Powers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else? No, I think that's everything. Why don't you tell us then about... Oh, wait. No, I did my quote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah tell good. us then about The Last Resort. I don't really want to, but... Uh... Well, I didn't want to do the other one either, but this is a job we have. All right. So kids from Terry's school are being shipped en masse to Dr. David Wheeler's Institute for Troubled and also Not-So-Troubled Youths because, I don't know, teenagers are misbehaving. This whole thing feels like 13 different MST3K shorts and three different MST3K movies that I watched back in the day. When Terry's friend Chelsea is sent because she dared to complain to her principal about half the school being institutionalized, Terry decides to investigate. He very quickly discovers that Wheeler's healing methods are yelling at children and appearing on giant 1984-esque screens like that one Mac ad. Terry goes undercover as, well, Terry, and upon interviewing Chelsea and hoping to get her statement to the cops, he's attacked by bad kid Sean for no particularly good reason. Actually, a lot of things in this episode appear to happen for no particularly good reason. Wheeler breaks up the fight and then sends both kids to their cells because absolutely nobody will come looking for a missing 17-year-old kid. Terry and Sean escape, and then Sean starts a riot and tries to kill Wheeler. 
Terry as Batman saves Wheeler and then Sean is arrested. The moral of this story is that prisons are bad unless the people going to them deserve to be there. Then they're good. Yeah. This You're, you're was... right to call out the MST3K. Like, there was that whole run of 50s stuff about juvenile delinquents. Well, we had just invented the teenager and everyone was really yeah. afraid of it. Well, yeah, because all the baby boomers were reaching their teen years. Exactly. It's like, oh, no. And uh, there were a couple of okay stories about that, but it was mortally that ridiculous bullshit. Mm-hmm. Or like fucking Wortham saying that uh, comics were making them gay or yep, whatever. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, hey, turns out he was right about that one. I mean... I mean, we're bo- we both grew up reading a lot of comics, and we're both... The, it turn- know, turns out we're both very time. queer. Yeah. Yes. Um... But, uh, yeah, it, it, feel, it definitely had the feel of that sort of 50s juvenile delinquent type story. Mm-hmm. But, you know, by this point, I think we're in like 2000 or so. Like, well, I, come on. And again, they don't they don't stick the landing on it. Like, there's this. Oh, they don't they don't stick the takeoff. No, it's all fucking bad. It's just like like it, the last one. We had a problem with this is an interesting concept and they mm-hmm. didn't follow through. This one was not even an interesting. It's concept. not an interesting concept. They don't follow through. They don't. The whole thing is just a bad pile. Well, and let's get into your bad thing. Yeah, so, like, this episode feels like it wants to say something about prisons or something like that, but it has no idea what it is. Mm-hmm. Dr. Wheeler has no actual motivation for anything that he's doing. Like, the best I could figure is that in the commercial for his institute, he says that, yes, it's very expensive, but is it really worth putting a price on, like, on your children being safe? So, like, I guess he's in it for the money, but, like... There's better ways to make money. You, for just off the top of my head, you could run a real institution for helping children. Mm-hmm. No, and also saying that it's very exp- You don't use the word expensive in an ad. Did, like, do you not know how to advertise? It's, are you are you doing this on like public access at three in the morning? No, it's on the the vid. You know the the VR AI vid whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I think they were going after a very specific kind of thing. Mm-hmm. There probably still are, but definitely there was an uptick in the popularity of these things. These fucking horrible ranches or like oh, yeah. the, the things you ship your bad kids off to to put them through boot camp or whatever. And they, they often turned out to be actually torturing kids yep, or yep. mentally or physically or both. Yep. There were, I remember there were a bunch of, there was a TV show, uh, like, of, like, boot camp for kids or something that was yeah, just prob- terrifying. Yeah, j- just to glorify that bullshit. And yeah. there was a lot of those creative sentencing judges who mm-hmm. would send kids to these things. Yep. And, and of course, oh. you've got, like, your, uh, your, uh, what the fuck's it called? Trying to make them not gay camps. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, which. The scared straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which also just reminded me a lot. Like, there's meat on these gym mats. Like, you could fucking, like... And this stuff was really, like I said, like, really becoming big. Like, this was somewhat topical for the Yeah. But, like, this episode just feels like it, like... uh, I should say something about this. I don't know what, but... It's uh, bad. Yeah. The end. No, and I appreciate using Chelsea again because I know who this character Mm -hmm. is. And I felt a little more bad for her than I would for some rando. Yeah. But... I still don't feel that invested in the story of most of the teens in the show, except Terry, Max, and I guess Dana. Well, and that's the other thing. That should be a really good way to bring Dana into the plot. Yeah, but Dana's not 
bad enough. Neither's Chelsea. Chelsea, Chelsea did. Uh, I mean, she was hypnotized, but mm-hmm. she did steal some shit from her dad once. Like, I guess, but like the episode is just like, yeah, Chelsea and her dad have been having problems, and then we cut to Chelsea's dad going, mm, "Problems." Mm-hmm. No, and the principal calls and says, uh, "Hey, your daughter emailed me and said." Bad stuff is happening. Your so. your daughter was mean to me. She called me unshway. Uh, you should definitely have her shipped shipped out of here. Oh, and and that's as good a place as any to to play your quote. I think. Oh this yeah, okay. Terry trying to assure her. Mm-hmm. So let's let's hear that. Yeah. The sleep thing's just the beginning, Terry. He's trying to break our will, turn us all into little robots. Wheeler's got this thing they call ISO, short for isolation. It's total sense deprivation. No light. No sound. He uses it on the kids who don't get with the program. It, it, Terry, you gotta get me out of here. That's gonna happen, Chels. Just as soon as someone I know sees this vid. In the meantime, just try to stay shway for another day or two, okay? Which, I liked, I was looking at your notes and mm-hmm. it said, uh, <laughs> being shway is what got her here in the first place. <laughs> this is also, that might be the only like good dialogue in the entire episode like yeah. as bad as this episode is the whoever's playing chelsea is uh, acting their ass off also a uh, new new voice performer playing chelsea like yes. not i i like the old one fine i like the mm-hmm. new one fine i'm not complaining that they changed it sometimes they have to mm-hmm. and sometimes it's not as good this is not one of those times yeah but she is different um speaking of voice performers mm-hmm. so you spotted that the leader of the institute was uh uh, TV's John Ritter, yep. uh, Jack Tripper from Three's Company. John Ritter, who does an excellent job of being a creepy dad. He did. He did. Mm-hmm. He was good. He was well cast. The episode was bad. The yep. the role was written poorly. But this felt like the sort of the second the second stage of his career, mm. like playing these because he was also the the bad the Ted the bad dad robot on yep. Uh, Buffy. Yep, he was a robot, right? Yes, he was. Yeah. Um, Weird he did episode. a good he did a good job there too, mm-hmm. but uh, he died not too long after that. Yeah, but I feel like what I'm saying is I feel like he was gearing up to play, just sort of like to play on his sort of wholesome, lovable mm-hmm. image, and just be a real piece of shit because he did it effectively. Well, he also had his sitcom around that time. Oh, so he did the teenage uh, the seven the rules the, or the, yeah ten my, yeah yeah that's the one ten things I hate about dating my teenage daughter. That's nailed it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. How I Met Your Ten Things. All right. I don't know. But, you know, like, but I feel like he was also starting to play, you know, villains and slimy pieces of shit. And mm-hmm. I think that's an interesting choice. And, you know, like, yeah. Three's Company is cheesy as fuck, but it's fun. And, mm-hmm. like, uh, he was a very talented guy. And, yeah. you know, he died too soon. But he was not the problem. No. Nor no, that... was the kid who played Sean. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Faustino, a.k.a. Bud Bundy. From That's where Marine I know him from. Okay. He's got a very good sort of, like, disaffected teen voice. Yeah, yeah. And he played Bud into his 20s. So, mm-hmm. so the voice acting was not the problem. The problem no, was the stuff the voice actors had to say. Again, bad character. Sean's a bad character. Like they, What they were going for, and they needed a little more here, mm-hmm. was that Sean was a kid that Terry got in trouble with in his like trekkered past like, yeah maybe he went to juvie with him or whatever they got in fights but yeah that's not enough there's there's stuff there that you can make a good episode out of oh, guys you can you absolutely because terry could look at him and say this is the path that i avoided mm. this could be me if bruce hadn't stepped in and helped me this could have been me and we've barely touched on like like yeah. terry's terry's uh criminal record you know like yeah 
it like it would be really good to have him you know be like i i've I've done time in in juvie. This is like this is bad. Like pe- these kids don't. Yeah, this is this. way worse than that. And that yeah. is a prison. This is yeah. meant to be a rehab like school type thing. Mm-hmm. Like it these shouldn't kids shouldn't be worse than prison. Like most of these kids didn't do anything. It's just supposed to correct behavior or something. But like, yeah. like n- none of it's there. And what is there isn't good either. Like it's not even a good action episode. No, because it's just him fighting security guards at a at a fake school. There's an extended chase sequence that is so boring. Yep. And it's just a guy in, I don't even know how to describe this thing, other than definitely something a G.I. Joe has flown around. Oh, I loved that vehicle, actually. (laughs) It was, it was, like, it looked kind of practical, honestly. Like, it looks a little dumb, Mm -hmm. but it also looks like something that could exist. The the idea is that it's a, it's a propelled flying thing, but you're standing up. Which I thought was kind of neat looking. It was like a, like a personal slave one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I thinking of? It's like... No, there were definitely G.I. Joe. I wasn't, like, I watched the cartoon and I did funny videos about yeah. it, but I never, I was never really a G.I. Joe guy, so uh, I don't know. Terror Hopper or something like that? Just, well, they had the bubble ones. That's what I'm thinking of. That yeah, might be okay. what you're thinking of, yeah. Yeah, the Trouble Bubble. Yeah. Yeah. That was the informal name. There's a formal name. It's probably Televiper or Stratoviper, which mm-hmm. I both used incorrectly and I'm still getting yelled at for for this day, so I'm just going to call everything that. Oh, I'm being informed that you're being yelled at for it right now, actually. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, someone texted me to pass that along to you, oh, which is thanks. weird because normally I turn my phone off when we record. Yeah, and you're not even wired into my YouTube comments. No. It's weird. Seriously, got one last week for a review I did three years ago. How? I don't know, man. They I mean. They don't. I don't know. I mean, um, you did tip your toe into or dip your toe into the Transformers G.I. Joe crowd. Like. Yeah, I know. Some and, of those people are psychopaths. Yeah, but since I am a Transformers fan, all the stuff I got wrong there was mm. deliberate. <laughs> just just to be annoying. Well, that's the other thing. The G.I. Joe. I mean, it's the same kind of show we do here. Mm-hmm. We got a lot, like, early on when we did the Star Trek show, we heard from people who were like, uh, you guys don't take it seriously enough. And, like, I'm not even disparaging those people, mm-hmm. but we were not the show for them. No. You got plenty of shows for that. And I feel like here, too. Like, mm-hmm. like look, I'm sure people. there are people who think Parasite is an exquisitely crafted, psychologically complex villain. We just think of <laughs> some dumb guy called Rudy. <laughs> oh, Rudy. Mm-hmm. What are you doing in the future? Probably mm-hmm. still in your cell watching TV. Yeah, it's got three dimensions now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went on uh, Three Crimes as the Parasite. Figured I didn't really like it, actually. So, yeah. uh, whatever. I don't know why, but uh, I always picture Rudy, like, if they did a live action, you know, and he's no longer with us. But mm-hmm. uh, Norm MacDonald would have been the perfect Rudy. Oh, Norm MacDonald would have been a great Rudy. Ah, what you doing over here? Fighting crime? Yeah. Superman, I'm uh, I'm draining your your abilities. I, I'm mostly doing this so you leave me alone so I can watch TV. I've discovered that uh, uh, you're Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. I will do nothing with this information. <laughs> I don't I don't care and I don't choose to remember it. Your um your Norm Macdonald overlaps a little with your Doc Venture. You're not wrong. So why can I, Hank? I'm uh I'm Norm Macdonald. I'm Doc mm-hmm. Venture. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, I'm Dr. Thaddeus Venture. You can call me Rusty. I'm Rusty. <laughs> uh who was your good thing? Did you manage to find one? I must have, but uh Oh, yeah. So at the end of the episode, when uh, all of the kids are leaving and all their parents are there because uh, I guess Bruce mm-hmm. called them all, mm-hmm. which there's a. <laughs> Hi, this is Bruce Wayne. The Hi, this is billionaire, billionaire Bruce Wayne. Yeah, your parents might remember me. 
Uh, I just wanted to let you know that there's a jailbreak going on at the institution that mm-hmm. you sent your kids to, oh, and boy. you should probably get over there. Anyway, so a flood of kids comes out of the, out of the building, and like you know, people are hugging their parents and stuff. And Chelsea's dad sort of walks up and is like, "Hey, baby," mm-hmm. and Chelsea, I'm glad you're safe. Uh, and Chelsea just like, "Fuck off, dad." Mm-hmm. Like I like that. That's um, that's in character for uh, yeah. yeah. You sent me to prison for uh, what was it? Emailing the uh, the the principal that I didn't like what he was doing. So uh, and and as you point out, mm-hmm. what he was doing, what she was doing, was pointing out that half the school mm-hmm. is away. Yeah. Uh, listen. If you can't take light criticism from a from a teenager at the school you're the principal of, you probably shouldn't be the principal. Correct. Ugh, just, just bad. It's like, what are you, the dude from the Breakfast Club? Mm-hmm. Everyone in this school is getting Saturday detention. Well, they at keep, this mental institution. They keep threatening ISO, mm-hmm. which, as you point out, Chelsea is like, it means isolation. Like, oh yeah, good, great. Thank, thank, thanks, Chelsea. I never would have figured that out on there. my own. Wow. Yeah, I just kept thinking they were they were claiming to be ISO nine thousand compliant, mm-hmm. which no. They weren't. <laughs> but there's a point where uh, Terry's in a cell and uh, next to him is uh, uh, Sean. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says, uh, Sean says, I'm not going to ISO alone. It's ISO. Yes, you are. You're absolutely doing <laughs> I had, <sighs> I had a moment where, like, I thought they were already in isolation. <laughs> mm. And they're just chatting to each other. Yeah. Boy, it sure does suck being in isolation, don't it, Terry? Yeah, this is probably the worst thing that could happen to me. At least I have someone to talk to here uh-huh, in isolation. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Uh, my bad thing is yes. all of it. Uh-huh. But um, Terry McGinnis infiltrating this prison and then Batman showing up a minute later while Terry is nowhere to be seen is a pretty sloppy secret identity manager. Mm-hmm. It sure fucking is. I mean, they do this a lot mm-hmm. where he just sort of pops out and pops back in as Batman and... It, usually there's Max to cover his tracks or yep. there's something, but here there was nothing. Yeah. Oh, they man. definitely know who he is. Wow, Batman uh, showed up seconds after Terry disappeared in that closet. We always wondered why Batman didn't come bust this thing up. Like, he busts up so many things that involve the kids in our high school. Mm-hmm. And look, <laughs> he showed up right after Terry McGinnis did again. I swear to God, if this show ends with uh, Terry getting the getting a uh, special umbrella at, the, at prom, like... <laughs> uh-huh. Here you go. No one really knows what the fuck's happening at uh, Hamilton Hill High School, but uh, and uh, then Principal Nakamura turns into a giant uh, worm. Uh, yeah, that'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty good, actually. Yep. Also, uh, had this note. Not funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a lot like the way we treated people at Guantanamo. Yeah, it sure fucking is. Because you know, sleep deprivation, mm-hmm. psychological torture. All yep. That stuff. Yep. So that that was fun. Fun to see in a children's cartoon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kids love Batman Beyond. Yep. Again, like if we talked about any of that, you know, you might yeah. have something here, but we don't. Or, or if they'd gone like if you if you yeah, if you'd done more of a serious, like very special episode, that could be one direction. Mm-hmm. Another could be go full on supervillain with it. Yeah. And say, okay, the reason the parents are turning the, their kids over to this thing is because they're under some kind of dumb mind control or some damn thing. Mm-hmm. I think uh I I'm happy if um spellbinder never shows up again but yeah that'd be fine but it feels like one of his you know that's the thing i have uh i had a note here where it's like i swear to god if they're sending these kids to the dude in the sewer who's gonna make them steal <laughs> i mean 
we have covered one of those of each of the shows. And also, it just so happens that in one of our Patreon bonus episodes, mm-hmm. uh, the most recent one we recorded for uh, Batman the Brave and the Bold, it happened yep. again. Fu- some fucker in the basement. <laughs> yep. And he was at least a sewer mutant. He was like a fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yep. character, at least. <laughs> Which is better than the the uh, sewer king and whoever else. Mm-hmm. No one will suspect children of stealing. Uh, really? Everyone expects children of stealing. There was a bookstore by my house growing up that had a uh, poster in it that said, if you're a teenager, get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. I can't read that. Then why are you stealing books? Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, what else? I don't know. Fuck this episode. Uh, yeah, let's see here. I did like uh, Sean being uh, ready to... Uh, actually, this is my good thing. Mm. I like him being willing to murder... Oh, yeah. Even after it's over and they know, like, the dude's going to be taken off to jail. Like, he's still a bad kid. Mm -hmm. And also, he's got some serious PTSD. And you don't just immediately snap out of a thing Mm -hmm. like that. Like, that that beat was a little darker than I expected, and I didn't hate it. Yeah, again, like... He straight up drops the dude off the roof like Terry has to save him. Yep. Like... Yeah. Something that you could do with that character. I bet you we'd never see him again. Oh, I'm sure not. I mean, and look, I don't want to get to know every character at mm-hmm. the high school. I really don't need to know 30 kids, but No, but the ones that are important, we should know something about. The like, the the weird kid that t- like Terry went to juvie with, like Yeah. There's good stuff there. Also, this show has proven they can do like a we only know this character for one or two episodes and I know him very well. Like mm-hmm. I I have a pretty good idea of what Nelson Nash's deal is. Yeah. And Willie Watt and mm-hmm. uh Chelsea more or less. Mhm. These are all characters that have only appeared a couple times, and yeah. I, I, I get a sense of... I don't know who Dana is. No. Poor Complete Dana. mystery. Yeah. Poor, I think poor she, Dana. I think if um, you're already tried to mind-wipe her, it would be like that Futurama thing. Oh, poor guy starved to death. <laughs> what what you, happened? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. My God, her mind's a complete blank. Well, it's time for school. Mm-hmm. Fashion, probably. Oh, oh Dana. Mm-hmm. No, no. <laughs> We have no idea that she likes uh, fashion. We know that she likes chili. That's true. Mm-hmm. But she's no. We've seen her in some outfits. That is true. Maybe someone tells her what to wear. I guess, but it feels like she has a mm. uh, a sense of I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm just thinking, teen girl. What's the low hanging fruit? Teen girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the stupid one. <laughs> I have a crush on her. Huh? Oh. Hey, gals, let's get ready to look so vacant. (laughs) Rat boys. Oh, very good. (laughs) All right. Anything else? Uh, Let's see. Oh, there's so uh, uh, Terry tries as Batman to Mm -hmm. like use his uh, uh, finger ears. I know there's a better word for that. but No, no, you're right. His fingers. Yes. To uh to listen to what's going on, and he's like, no, it would be better if I infiltrated the place, mm-hmm. like, undercover. And uh, actually, I think your notes even mention that. Like, yeah. this would be a time where you should go undercover. And then he did. Um, But when he says he's going to, mm-hmm. Bruce gives him a look like, you're not going to pull that off. You're not Matches Malone. Yeah. You're not perfect master of disguise Matches Malone. All right, we need to get you a, uh, we need to get you a fake mustache and a pair of no. sunglasses. Now, what do Frenchmen sound like in in the future? Because we got to update it a little bit. I have, uh, how you say, a future uh, money card and uh, Mm -hmm. a flying car. Perfect. 
A cyber baguette. Uh, this is uh, how you say it, completely unschwer. <laughs> oh, terrible. I will go into the uh, institution and use the Vendotron. Uh, hello, Sean. <laughs> My old friend Sean is here. Is this uh, this is correct pronunciation? Yes. Oh, hello, Chelsea. <laughs> My old friend from Juve. Mm-hmm. UV. <laughs> Very good. Uh, don't put me in ISO. <laughs> and next door to him is uh, Tim Curry. Oh, hello! Ah, it's good to see you, my friend. <laughs> I, I'm happy you're here. <laughs> All right. Where are you from exactly? The Upper West Side. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of countries have an Upper West Side. <laughs> Yeah, so if you're into if you're into bad accents, this episode's for you. Tell your friends. I mean, look, we also made a video game you can download for nothing called The Adventures of Nick and Willikin. It sure is. We also do bad accents. We are the two main, the two title characters. Mm-hmm. Free on it's Steam. All just us doing bad accents. Yeah. We made a uh, video game one time. That's still. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Anything else? Uh, I think that's everything I got. I don't want to talk about these episodes anymore. Very well. Well, that's all for this time. Next time we have, uh, they are called Armory and Sneak Peek, mm-hmm. and I still have no idea what we're but what we're in for. But based on the last few weeks, I'm gonna guess they're not gonna be good. I mm, hope they're good. <laughs> we have hit like, and I know for a fact there are some classic episodes coming. Mm-hmm. I know we're like the show's not done. No, but I think we've just hit a, a lull in the middle. Yeah, I think it gets not great, and then it'll get better again. I'm yeah, hopefully we'll come out of this. There's a handful of very good episodes still to come, mm-hmm. and the movie, which is probably the best thing they did. Yep, absolutely. Which is the thing a lot of people, I think including you. <laughs> it's the only uh, Batman only Beyond Dead you, scene. Yeah, yeah. For which, uh, for a know, long, long time. I get it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that's all for this time. Uh, the website is kidslovebatman.com. The uh, email address is kidslovebatmanpodcast at gmail. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Patreon that we mentioned uh, previously, we are we have been reviewing episodes of Batman the Brave and the Bold. Yep. We are having a grand old time. Yep, it's fun. Despite the presence of yet another sewer-dwelling, <laughs> uh, child-enslaving villain. Yes, if you'd like to complete the uh, DC anim- mm-hmm. animated uh, Sewer King duology or whatever the fuck uh, it no, is. It's, we're up to Quadrifecta now, I Oh, think. my God. Because we've, we've done four series, and all four of them have had one. Oh, yeah, so the Quad... Yeah. So far. I believe that's what they called the alien box set I bought back in the early aughts. Yes. Uh, but I, I, we've said this before, but I'm sure, uh, Static Shock probably has an episode about that. Oh, yeah. Because that focuses on a teen protagonist, mm-hmm. so that's an easy one. Mm-hmm. And it ran for three seasons, so if um, a lot of episodes. If they do one of these in every episode of, like, the shows that we watch, like, I'm calling that a bingo. Like, yeah, I don't know what that means. But I'm saying, I don't know if it would show up in Zeta. It's possible. Mm. It could. I don't think it shows up in Justice League, but I don't remember every Justice League episode. Yeah, no, if uh, if all of these have one, the whole class is getting a pizza party. Yep. All right. Uh, man, I would love to have a pizza party with us and all our guests. Oh, God, right? Because they're our friends, and we haven't seen them in years. Uh-huh. Oh. All right. Uh, but that's all for this time. Thanks as ever, mm-hmm. and we'll be back next time. Yeah, see you, folks. Twala on Shui Dreg. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. 
To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2022, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.